0: everyone well (laughs) i just got off of him doing like um uh a a, a live stream with with osiris like 10 minutes like no more than 10 minutes ago actually it was a really fun podcast like literally it would we were me and him were just talking for like two hours well most of the time what we were doing was we were taking the political compass test which is something really which is something like to what it what it is is like um like to find out where you you land on the political spectrum, whether you're left, right, whether you're right libertarian, a left libertarian, a right authoritarian, or a left authoritarian. And so me and me, we me and him um, took the test together on his channel because I th- my, this episode today was supposed to be me doing it, but since he was doing it on his show, uh, me and him I talked I talked to him and like yeah we me and him agreed to like do it on his show. So yeah. And it was a really fun episode. Like it was really, really fun. So I, I love doing it. Um, yeah. Like I'll show you guys what um what it what it, what I landed on the political spectrum. Give me one second right here. i um, bringing this up. Okay, up the political compass, right here. Like literally, like me and Carlos. Yeah, yeah, not Carlos. Me and Osiris. Um, did, did each did uh, did one. We answered the questions and. This is where I landed on, where I'm just slightly on the libertarian um, uh, right, which is I'm a traditional conservative, like a traditional conservative. You would it was usually down like towards the very bottom, what the very top of the libertarian right to like um somewhere in, right here along the lines of the authoritarian right. Like that's a traditional conservative, and I'm not. Like, I don't entirely agree with it that I'm a that that I right here. I would say. Well, I agree that I'm right in this range, but I would say that I am more a little more right than I actually than this actually says. But that's aside that aside, it is what it is. So yeah. Yeah. But it was a really fun episode and to do with with Osiris. And he got a lot of it. And he asked a bunch of his subscribers to come over to my channel and subscribe. And yeah, thank and a bunch of you have subscribed and thank you for coming on to subscribe. Everyone who was on there, thank you for that. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Metalopoly, what's up, Ray? Hopefully some more people will join the chat. Yeah, my, if you can share it, I would really enjoy that, man. Really enjoy that. And like, yeah, I thank that Osiris um, got a bunch of people to subscribe to my channel. So, yeah, I hope and he said, like, um, right, right before he went off, we went off air, he, he said he was going to come and watch the chat while he was editing some of his videos and stuff like that. Hopefully he does. Yeah. Uh, I hope he does. But if he doesn't, that's fine. But, yeah, like, but by the we weren't even supposed to go that long. We 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 were only gonna do like a show that was only like at half an hour, maybe at most. That's what we were gonna do, and it ended up, ended up being like two hours, which is shocking. Like, because we went off the rails after we did the political compass test, like a whole uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> which that's like literally as soon as we ended that stream, um, like, I literally we started getting things ready for right here. So yeah. And yeah and thank you guys Metalopoly and Lisa Fenwick thank you guys for subscribing to my channel and coming over from Osiris stream that was a really fun stream and like we're gonna do a whole lot more and like Osiris and I me and uh, <laughs> Osiris and I me and him are actually gonna start our, our separate YouTube channel a separate podcast where me and him get together like every, once a week or once every couple weeks and just do a podcast which um I hope I hope that hat which hope that happens soon so yeah and Osiris actually got me, he like and speaking of that, Osiris um, a couple days ago he had Che, who is a podcaster, a political podcaster, on his show, and like yeah, and like he put the link to his his channel, his his podcast, and his um, social media in the in the in the description. I went over there and I talked to him, and yeah, Che and I are actually setting something up to where he's going to come on my show, which that's going to be on September twenty um, second, right here, and that's going to be a pretty fun thing to do. I can't wait for that to happen. So, yeah, because Chase seemed like a really cool guy, really cool. And I can't wait, and I can't wait to do that show with him. So, (laughs) yeah. All right. All right. Now, we we talked about that. Like uh, 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 Lisa said, I used to be slightly lower left, but have drifted. How far have you drifted? Um, I don't recall seeing what you said specifically in Osiris's chat, but yeah. Metalopoly, I was slightly left libertarian. I was shocked. Hmm. Uh, I've seen Pete. well Osiris was left libertarian beforehand, before at the at the beginning stages of 2020. So kind of isn't surprising. Oh, and like um, like something like it just came to me is like um this is like a mini crossover event. Like um, I was on Osiris's channel, at, and like we did it and like and like immediately when his stream ended, I got off his stream, his stream ended. A bunch of you guys, some of you guys came over here and doing it immediately. So this stream is continuing right off where that ended. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's, um. yeah, so this is actually pretty fun. And, like, to all the new people here to the channel, and thank you for coming over. Like, um, I am pretty, I'm similar to Osiris talking about politics, but I also go into a little more conspiracy-like stuff at the same time. So, like, I get into a lot of fun stuff, like Alex Jones type of stuff, David Icke type of stuff, all kinds of stuff like that. But this episode, I'm, it's not going to be really that much, that much. T- As you can tell from the title, Deshaun Watson, who is a quarterback in the NFL, like, uh, I'm going to bring the article up. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, bring. I'm bringing that article up. I'm so- sorry, guys. Give me a second, please. Uh, I don't know how much you guys watch the NFL, but I watch it a whole lot. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a Cowboys fan. Osiris is like a, a Browns fan. So, I was gonna ask him about this, but I just didn't get the chance to. I forgot about it. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. But I'll ask him about it uh, uh, later on. So, <laughs> so yeah. At, and like, here's the top. We have a few. I'm gonna talk about a few things. And but this is the first one, the main topic. Okay. Uh, and yeah, like um, abortion, I am very pro-life when it comes to that. So that is my stance on it. So yeah. <clears throat> one second. And yes, I don't like doing articles from the mainstream media, but uh, I'm just doing it for this. And, by the way, some of the topics that I have right here, because I went on Osiris' show the other day. We we're going to talk about some of these, but we didn't really get a chance to talk about them just for reasons. And so so I'm going to talk about them right here because this is some stuff that I'm in, really interested in. And so because you'll like this. Yeah. Second. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> And let's we'll start reading the article. Like, as you guys know who Deshaun Watson is, the quarterback who plays for the Cleveland Browns now because he was traded from the Houston Texans. He has many um, allegations against him from when he was getting massages by women. And a lot of women have come forth about some things that they say he did to them and some settlements that um, he, he did with them as, as well. So, yeah. And you can clearly see where this is going. We're like, um, oh, like uh, getting massages from women, a whole bunch of women that no one seems to be noticing, and then a lot of them start to come forward about stuff. So, yeah. Get right into it right here. The NFL will appeal Cleveland Brown quarterback Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension because he was suspended for six games because the court um, said that that was that was within the rules. To, he wasn't within the rules to be suspended for the entire year. It was within the NFL's rules for him to be suspended six games. So, I don't like that six games, but the the NFL already has rules, so it's 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 on them. It's not on anyone else. So yeah, within six game suspension and will seek a tougher penalty for violating its personal conduct conduct policy for egregious acts of sexualized contact. With massage therapists, the league said Wednesday. And this is actually from earlier within the week, so obviously it's not this soon. So, yeah. The NFL said in a statement, it has notified the players' union it is appealing. It had three days from the ruling to appeal, the league said in the statement. Retired judge Sue L. Robinson presided over Watson's case and issued the suspension Monday. Retired? Hmm, that's interesting. Why would a retired judge um, rule on the case? Whatever. Uh, that that it's just it's weird though. I don't understand that. But yeah, the NFL notified the NFLPA, which is the NFL Players Union, that it will appeal Judge Robinson's um, disciplinary decision and filed its brief this afternoon. Commissioner Roger Goodell, who I think is a terrible commissioner, by the way. Roger Goodell will determine who will hear the appeal, the league said. And they, yeah, so I forgot who they hired for the appeal. Um, who was it that they put in charge of it? I forgot who it was off the top of my head. Uh, I'll have to go back and look in a little bit. <clears throat> Tony Buzzby okay, this is him, an attorney representing two dozen massage therapists who have accused Watson, Watson of misconduct La- lauded the NFL's decision to appeal to appeal Wednesday. Yeah. Bravo to the NFL. It's never too late to do the right thing. she he said in a statement. Well, um, here's the thing though, the NFL already set a standard of rules. They're trying to break the rules now just to get they're going after this guy him this guy. But the NFL, they always go after their guy no matter what. They went after Tom Brady. For for deflating footballs, even though there's no evidence that he actually was the one deflating them, they went after Ezekiel Elliott, which pissed me off because I'm a Cowboys fan. And as much as I can't stand Jerry Jones, the Jerry Jones, because he's a terrible owner and a terrible GM, I actually agreed with him on something when he tried to um, get the NFL to try to replace Roger Goodell. But the NFL they refused to. The owner, the other owners refused to let Jerry do that, even though Jerry had so much power. So, yeah. Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, could not immediately be reached for Comet Wednesday. No one with the players union could be reached. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, the judge ruled there was no sufficient circumstantial evidence to support the NFL's contentional that Watson sought sexual conduct conduct with some, several massage therapists he reached via social media. And I guarantee there were a whole lot more than what than that come forth. I'm positive on that part. The quarterback knew such sexualized contact conde- contact was unwanted. The judge asked, added, but she questioned the NFL's desire to bench Watson for the for all of 2022. According to the NFL, if this recommended sentence is unprecedented, as characterized by Mr. Watson in the NFLPA, that is because his conduct conduct is unprecedented. Robinson added. So, um, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, are, are you just trolling us? Are for real? Are you trolling us? Fun fact: I'm a licensed massage therapist. Lol. <laughs> yeah, bravo. Yeah, bravo. I'm curious. Then, has any guy actually tried to approach you when you give him massages? Then. For real, I'm curious, though, has or has any creep tried to do anything that Deshaun Watson has done? I, I'm actually really curious into that. I really would like to know if you would um, um, elaborate a little further. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Metalopoly said, no, <laughs> that sounds like an interesting job, Lisa. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, you get the general idea right there. Like, and in in Deshaun Watson played today, I believe. He did. So, yeah. He, he played today in the preseason for the Cleveland Browns. And you should see the footage. The, the fans in the stadium were booing the hell out of them. Literally, the moment he came onto the field, wait, was it today or was it yesterday? It was either today or yesterday, I forgot. Like, people were booing the hell out of them. Like, literally. And the Browns... Were, were horrible when he was on the field. Like, literally, literally they kept messing up all the time. But here's the thing. Because it's the preseason, players get switched out. And the moment Deshaun Watson left the field, the Browns immediately got everything right and actually came back and started playing good. For real. <laughs> you get that idea. Oh, okay. But guys I talk to at bars will flirt with me about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like that is something interesting then really interesting so yeah <laughs> like um what it like um what did they say i mean i'm curious what they have well i'm not going to ask that you that's your personal business but that is incredibly funny stuff so <laughs> uh can't say i blame them lisa yeah yeah <laughs> but here's the thing though um uh, Watson will st- is still allowed to get massages. He is allowed to, but um, the uh, the but every time he does now, it has to be supervised by the Cleveland Browns. Someone a representative from the Cleveland Browns has to watch the massage the entire way through. So, yeah, you get the general idea right there. Like a guy who's stupid enough to like actually like do stuff with to women, like um, that give him massages yeah, that's incredibly stupid right there. So yeah, like, literally, I don't know what what his I don't know what his deal was, but yeah, if I was allowed to, i I would play some of the clips some from, from the fans booing him, but I can't because I would get a strike from the NFL. So yeah, I'm uh, sorry about that part. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so do I think Watson will be gone for the whole year? I don't think so. I Think he'll still be gone for six games. I'm I'm positive on that part because the because the, the, the thing doesn't the, the season starts in a few weeks because this was the first preseason week, so the regular season doesn't start for a couple more weeks. So I don't think he'll be suspended for the year. If he does, I will be shocked. And when I mean shocked, I mean shocked for real. So yeah, okay. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next topic, you guys. Like that was something pretty fun right there. So uh, I'm gonna I'm staying on the topic of sports and noting something that Osiris, um, like Osiris said, he went on vacation with his family to the, the Minnesota. They also stopped in South Dakota and went to Mount Rushmore, and this ties into the sports here. As you guys know, you guys know who Jalen Rose is. He is a commentator. When I mean a commentator, he's a and he's a former basketball player who's a turned commentator. And as you guys don't know, Kobe Bryant dropped eighty-one points on this dude. I'm just letting you know that right off the top of my off the, off the top, so you guys get an idea of who he is. He said Mount Rushmore was brought up to him, and he commented on it, and. This is what he said. This is in, is, is in an article from Breitbart. ESPN's Jalen Rose stopped saying Mount Rushmore. It's offensive. Really? Is Mount Rushmore really offensive? That is incredibly stupid. Mount Rushmore celebrates presidents of the past. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln. These are some of the greatest presidents we've ever had. And they're trashing them. And I know it's pretty obvious why. Because, like, Mount Rushmore was built on Native American tribal land. It, the, the history gets complicated. It, it goes back who truly owns the land, who truly who truly doesn't. Is it legal for the people to be on their land? Like, there's so much things you could talk about on that. So much. And it gets into a, a whole lot of – it, it, it goes down a rabbit hole right here. So, yeah. Let's go into this right here. (laughs) ESPN analyst and former NBA player Jalen Rose, like I said, Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points on him, which is one of my favorite games of all time, (laughs) has launched a new campaign to cancel Mr. Rushmore because he says the name of offensive to All-Americans. All-Americans? I thought he was talking about Native Americans. So he probably changed his stance. So who knows what happens? So, (laughs) yeah. Rose posted a video to social media insisting that the Washington Redskins, and guess what? They're they're not the Washington Commanders to me. They're the Washington Redskins. And guess what? When they became the Washington football team, I still call them the Redskins. And I'm a Cowboy fan. And guess what? I still call the Cleveland Indians the Cleveland Indians. I do not call them the Cleveland Guardians. That's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. And by the way, the fact that they're called the Washington Commanders now, it kind of almost makes you—it makes me wish they just stay the Washington Football Team instead of becoming the Washington Commanders. Because the Washington Commanders is so cliche, boring, predictable. Like it's one of those stupid names. Like it, it's, it has no interest to it. It literally—it doesn't gravitate anyone to the name or to the game or whatever. So, it plus, it's a little funny. It has a little funny charm to it that um, it, it was called the Washington Football Team. I so yeah. They should have stayed they're still the Washington Redskins to me, and I will always call them the Washington Redskins. And no one will change my mind on that. And so, yeah. Here's let's hear this right now. Rose posted a video to social media insisting that the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians dumped their Native American names in imaginary because it was offensive. It is not offensive. I would surely would like to if you do your research. You would know that the vast, vast, vast majority of Native Americans, who, when you ask them about, is the name Redskin Offensive or is the name Indian Offensive, the, almost all of them say, no, it's not offensive whatsoever. As a matter of fact, a lot of them like that those names are there because it gives, the, gives them representation. And by the way, doesn't the left want representation all the time? Really, they should actually be applauding that they have those names in there. They should be, but they're not. Because he goes, which makes no sense. So, yeah. Yeah. That's incredibly weird stuff right there. So, yeah. Hmm. He then said he has a new piece of U.S. history he believes should be canceled. Mount Rushmore. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I truly would like to hear an actual opinion on it. So, Yeah. I want to continue to challenge myself and to challenge you to, do, you to do something. Rose said in his Twitter video, can we retire using Mount Rushmore? And he's referring to using that in the sports analogy. Like if you know in like the NFL or the NBA or baseball or whatever, when people say Mount Rushmore, they're talking about the four greatest players of the, of the NFL or the NBA or baseball or something like that or some at the position. But usually it's used for the greatest players of all time usually for the nba in particular like um people always like like you yeah, always have michael jordan magic johnson kareem well i don't have kareem in my opinion i have wilt so yeah but that aside uh, people use that phrase and i no i never heard one person i have never heard one single person ever say that that was offensive this is the first time i ever i'm ever hearing that so yeah like let, let's get right into this they, that should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, Rose um, exclaimed. Why to everyone? That part makes no sense whatsoever. I tr- Let's go into the video right here. I want to see the video first.
1: Why do you think Washington changed their name from Redskins? I do a show and didn't say that word for eight years. And my co-host, David Jacoby, we both said they're going to change the name one day. Why? Because it's offensive. What about the Cleveland Indians? Same thing. Why don't oh change the name? Because it's offensive. Hmm. So I wanna continue yeah. to challenge myself and to challenge you to do yeah. something. Can we retire you to Mount Rushmore? That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans. Indigenous
0: people, who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus, oh that God. land was stolen from them when
1: it was discovered. That, it can
0: t- that land was not well. Here's the thing, though. If you if you're talking about the land that was stolen from them, are you is he aware that every land, all land in all of history, has been stolen from someone? Literally, every part of the world has been owned by someone else at one time. And people have been from from the beginning of history have come in and stole land from other people. That's just how it is. That's been what it is since the beginning of history and will continue to be what it till the end of history as well.
1: Tame gold. And 25 years later, to add insult to injury, four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore on the top of the dead bodies that is buried right underneath. So I call for you and for myself. I'm owning this, too. Let's stop using the term mouth We're we'll talking about our favorite rappers. We're we'll talking about our favorite movies. We're we'll talking about our favorite players. I know you're going to see this video.
0: Oh, my God. I know you're
1: going to take action.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, you guys get that idea. That's incredibly pathetic. I've been reading through you guys' comments right here, and it's actually a really good conversation going on. Uh, oh. I didn't know that part. They removed the Native American girl from the Lando Lakes logo. I didn't know that part. That part, that's is, that's is, that's news to me. So, yeah. Yeah, it is sad to see that, that girl gone. So, yeah. <laughs> the irony of keeping her land is zero self-awareness. So, yeah. Like, here's the thing, though. Land has been, every part of the, all land and all of his at one point in time was owned by someone else. That's just a fact. It's it's not. It's, I'm I'm not lying. That's just how it is. So yeah. But like you said though, in the comments section that um they're like a why would he be upset about this? Well, here's the thing about leftists. They always try to find something. They are never satisfied. They always try to find something to, to complain about. That's literally what their goal is. If they have nothing to complain about, they are nothing. And when I mean nothing. I truly, truly mean nothing. They have nothing in life. They have no friends. They have no, no nothing like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's get re- back to reading this article because this is really interesting stuff right here. <laughs> in, well, before that, I'm getting a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The indigenous people who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus, their land was stolen from them when it was discovered that it contained gold, Rose confirmed. Guess what? All Native American tribes have stolen land from other Native American tribes, too. Yeah, you can look that up if you want to. And 25 years later, to add insult to injury, four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore, on the top of the dead bodies that is buried right underneath he added, guess what? This is, you, guess what? We're paying respect to our history. Guess what? Presidents are part of our history. So yeah, and these four, Washington, um, Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, Lincoln, they are some of the greatest presidents we have ever had. And we are honoring them by having them be on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So I call for you and myself. I'm in on this too. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore. He concluded, when we talking about our favorite rappers, talking about our favorite movies, we're talking about our favorite players. I know you're going to see this video, and I know you got to take action, he said. How are you going to take action? I, I guess he's trying to say, like, oh, just stop saying the name Mount Rushmore. You idiot. How are you going to make people stop saying that? For real. Guess what? I still use, the, use it, and I will continue to use the phrase Mount Rushmore, and I, I will. That's just how it is. Because guess what? I love my country. just how it is. It was unclear if Rose was speaking metro, metaphysically, metaphorically about the faces of the four presidents carved on top of the dead bodies of Native Americans. Or if he mistakenly thinks Mount Rushmore is some sort of a, bur- a burial ground. But no one is buried on the mountain or immediately below the carvings. True fact. That's a... a A fact, if you didn't know that. Indeed, the mountain, originally called Kaskila, Skype, Scap, Scapaya, or Six Grandfather Father's Mountain, by the Lakota tribe, was used as a sort of church where they went to pray to the gods, not as a burial ground. That's an interesting fact, if you didn't about that. But after gold was discovered in the Black Hills, the mountain was. Annexed by the U.S. government in 1877, and in 1884, New York attorney Ch- attorney Charles Rushmore um, staked in ten mine near the near the mountain. It was then renamed in his honor. Then, by 1924, grand p- plans started being made to carve the faces of several American presidents into its edifice. F- edifice. Edifice. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm botching that word. The work. The, the work, which did not begin until 1938, finally, the work was de- declared finished on October 31st, 1941, with the visage, vis- visage of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln staring out over the landscape. Jalen Rose thought, thought, though, has decided to erase it all. Guess what? You're trying to erase history, buddy. So, yeah. So... Here's the thing. This is incredibly stupid when you look at it. It's still part of our history. It's still part of our culture. Why do you want to get rid of it? Everyone, like Mount Rushmore, especially when it comes to basketball, when you put, like, you have all the great players. When you say great – whenever anyone goes to great players and comes to the NBA, they always say Mount Rushmore. They always put some of the greatest players of all time on there. And it's a tradition. Why should we get rid of these traditions? So, so guess what what next? Are you going to start banning the word what is it what you want ESPN to ban the word Rushmore from their their from their sites or or shows? For all you know, they may do that now. Who knows? Cuz like they literally cave to the stupidest stupidest things you can imagine. That's just how it is. So yeah. You see where this is going right here. Yeah. All right. <coughs> I'm going to move on to the last topic I have for here for you guys here today. This is staying on the sports thing. But guess what? I love sports, and I'm going right into this. This ties back into the NFL. Oh, Osiris and I touched on it a little bit a few days ago when I went on his show, and I'll show you what it is. Like We only walked, talked about it for like a minute, maybe two minutes. It, it went on to a different conversation. I mean, aren't there still statues, pyramids, et cetera, in honor of Native American warlords, warlords, warlords who killed tons of people? There are. There are plenty of them still around and to this day. Like there were even um statutes of some tribes who were actually involved in cannibalism. Yeah, Osiris and I talked about that um uh, about an hour or so ago when I was on his show um, just earlier today. So yeah. This is something interesting right here. As as I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, guys. I can't stand the Packers. And and like I said, I'm a I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But even though I can't stand the Packers, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. And last season, maybe an even bigger fan of Aaron Rodgers with something about um, something with the letter V in it, some, some stance he took on something with the letter V. The stance he took on it made me a huge fan of him. Huge, huge fan of him because he was willing to stick up for, for what he truly believed in. Truly, truly believed in. So, yeah. And I, let's go into the article. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers says psychedelic drugs led to best season of my career. As you guys know, he's friends with Joe Rogan because he got advice on something with the letter V from Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan, as you guys know, does psychedelics all the time. Like he also, he does particularly the ayahuasca and that's what Aaron Rodgers took. He said that and he said that and he says that it led to the best season of his career. So (laughs) let's go read right into this because, this is some really really cool stuff here right here. Ah. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers revealed his past use of psychedelic drugs not only helped improve his mental health and by the way, improving mental health is the best thing you can do. But ultimately led to him to him but ultimately led him to the best season of his NFL career. Yeah. Uh, this is some pretty interesting stuff. I believe s- psychedelics is the key to the universe. And it can help not only your mental health, but also help you to understand yourself better. Like literally, you can learn more about yourself through psychedelics than you can ever in just your regular time. You truly can. <clears throat> appearing on the Aubrey Marcus podcast, the Green Bay Packers quarterback of thirty-eight said, "Ayahuasca, a psychoactive tea containing the." holy hallucinogenic drug, DMT, helped him unconditionally love myself. Yeah, not surprisingly, because that can actually truly, um, you could find stuff within yourself that you didn't even know about with, by using ayahuasca. To me, one of the core um, tenets of your mental health is that self-love. Rogers told host Aubrey Marcus, that's what ayahuasca did for me, was help me see how to unconditionally love myself. Yeah, it's only that unconditional self-love that then I'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others. And by the way, you can't love others until you love yourself, truly love others until you truly love yourself. That That, that, that is true. And what better way to do that on my mental health than to have an experience like that? I really wanted, would like to know more about that experience because like I actually want to do psychedelics someday in the future. I actually would be interested in that. Yeah, or at least try it. The drug has been used for thousands of years as a traditional healing method in Central and South America. All right, let's go watch this video right here when he's talking about it. Oh, oh no, that no that that's two hours. So there's no way I can get through all of that unless I can find. Uh, let me let me see if I can find. Uh, uh, Okay, there's no way I can find it right there. There's no way. So, yeah, you guys can go check it out yourself when you can. But, it, it yeah, I got – this is really interesting stuff here. Oh. Uh, the league-reigning re- 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 league MVP has spoken out in recent years about his renewed passion for life in the game. All in all, Roger said ayahuasca, which is a psychedelic drug, impacted his life in more ways than he could have ever imagined. I laid there afterward on my mat and then opened my eyes, and it felt like I was opening my eyes for the first time he recalled. Because, like, ayahuasca, like, when you do have a DMT trip, it's so unreal that you can't explain it at all. It makes no sense whatsoever. Hmm. I really feel like that experience paved the way for me to have the best season of my career. The former Super Bowl champ also noticed a striking difference in his relationship with the Packers since taking the plant-based psychedelic. Like there was a time beforehand where it looked like Rodgers was going to be done in Green Bay. It literally looked like that for a long time. Then all of a sudden he's signed an extension with them. So I think the psychedelics, the ayahuasca, actually helped regain his, um, um, improve his relationship with his team and with the love of the game. So, yeah. The greatest gift I can give my teammates, in my opinion, is to be able to show up and be – and be someone who can model unconditional love to them. The four-time NFL MVP continued. They won't care about what you say until they know how much you care. That is a hundred percent. They truly don't care about um how whatever you un, un, about that. They truly don't. Like you have to if you if you don't care for someone else, you can't expect someone to care for you. You truly can't. That's that's just the way I take it. You can take it however you want, but that's just me. Rogers' honest interview caught caught his rumored girlfriend's attention his rumored girlfriend's attention who praised the quarterback for changing history and forging the future blue who <coughs> who was first linked to Rogers earlier this summer said on his, of his of his podcast changing history and forging the future one courageous courageous truth at a time legacy moves like this is really, really, really cool stuff right here, like the ayahuasca. Like it's it's amazing. What from all the research I've done into ayahuasca, it, it the benefits are phenomenal, like truly phenomenal. Like it's th- some of the best thing you can do in in your life. Like not only improve your mental health, but also pro- help you fo- focus to better your life. Like all of that. If psychedelics to me, like um. Like I said beforehand, I believe psychedelics are like the key to the universe. Like, there's a, I believe like the government, like, I think it's pretty obvious that government is investing, like, going using DMT and other forms of psychedelics to discover the secrets of the universe. And, and, what, and like, they experiment with DMT. Like, it's incredibly, like, the, the, Alex Jones even talked about this one time where I don't remember if it was DMT per se, but it was a form of a psychiatric drug. Or, or something like that, where like um, where in San Francisco, a lot of people were given this on some resort. Forgot where it is, somewhere in the middle of the woods, and then all of a sudden they see all these beans come out of the woods, and like they're all seeing the exact same thing and describing the same thing. So yeah, was it truly just an illusion, or was they opening a door to something else? Uh, I'll leave that open for you guys to decide on that. But yeah, it's incredibly incredibly weird stuff. Uh, I saw a document. I saw a documentary about DMT, but can't remember the name. It was used to relieve mental disorders. Yeah. Like, I could really use that because I have my own mental, my own little mental things too. So, yeah, I could really use some of it. Uh, yeah. You should read Breaking Open by Head. You, you should read Breaking Open the Head by Daniel Pin, Pinchbeck. Pinchbeck. I don't recall who that guy is. If you find that interesting. So, I'll. Go take a look at that sometime in the few, sometime when I can. So, yeah. <laughs> Pot and shrimps only. All natural for me. <laughs> Good one, buddy. So, yeah. Like, like I said in the in Osiris' I'm, I'm, I'm show, Nate, almost everyone has done some sort of psychiatric – well, has done marijuana at least one point in their life. And Osiris said he hasn't. Uh, I find that part hard to believe. I truly, truly find that part. So, yeah. <laughs> But I haven't done ayahuasca. Um, yeah, maybe you should try that sometime. I don't know. I think you should probably. So, yeah. I heard it's supposed to help people with P- PSD. Uh, yeah. I, I heard I heard that it helps a lot. It relieves stress. It can actually um, treat some certain disorders and something like that. And it can actually really benefit your life. So, yeah. I've done LSD in shrooms. Yep, Joe Rogan has too. It affects everyone differently. Like, so if there are facts that can be good and can be bad depending on how you look at the situation. But yeah, drugs are are bad. Mm hmm. Well, that depends on what you define as a drug. So yeah. Okay. Wonder why the Jews don't don't demand don't demand Egypt dismantle the pyramids. weren't they built using I'm not going to comment on that because, like, I don't want my show getting in trouble. So, yeah. Yeah. This world would be be shit without America and the American Revolution. Let's be honest. That is 100% true. If it wasn't for America, this country would be in the gutter. Like, literally, where would this country be? Like, like this is really, really weird stuff right here. So, yeah. Uh, wait, what is that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thought I'd still double in the weed, So, yeah. It's not that easy to find. Ayahuasca is not that easy to find. I won't. Uh, you should probably ask Joe Rogan about that because he knows where to get it. So, see, doesn't... Yeah. Particularly go to California because that's pretty much the only place I know off off the top of my head where, where ayahuasca is legal. So, yeah. I haven't done it, but... Who knows in the future? Who really knows? So, yeah. uh, Give me one second. And speaking of Ayahuasca, I'm going to try to find this right here. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan. um, Blair White. I'm a huge Blair White fan. So, yeah. He did a a, a podcast with her and talked about BMP and stuff like that. So, I'm going to bring this up right here. So, where he talked about... I, I talked about part of this with Osiris on his show a couple days ago, but I wanted to go more into it because there were a lot of things we well, didn't get. I got it. There were a lot of things we didn't get a chance to talk to at that time. So yeah, like let's watch right here. Yeah, just watch. I no, saw I a know bunch not of to court you, gestures, too.
2: A lot of people have a shared mm-hmm. like physical description of what these things look like.
3: One of my most profound experiences, I, there was a bunch of court jesters give me the.
0: This one, this part's funny as hell. Right here, just watch. You're gonna laugh your asses off.
3: One of my most profound experiences, I, there was a bunch of court jesters giving me the finger. Just flipping you off. They're like, Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Like, openly mocking me. Yeah. And I was like, What? Killing your ego. I yep. re- well, I realized I take myself too seriously. Like, yeah. As they were doing it, I was like, I don't I'll know get what it, get it. And they went like this. <laughs> like,
1: like, chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Like I,
3: like, I got it. Like, while they were doing it, I was like, Oh, I got, it. got it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: That's the thing, is like, yeah. they. A common experience: people who meet the elves or the jesters, whatever you want to call them, they have like something to like teach you. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of similar to learning not to take.
0: Like literally, like I believe, like um, that um, the elves or court jesters, whatever you want to call them, there's some interdimensional being, whether from the from like um whether they're from heaven or hell or something else and, and entirely. beside the point, there's something there's there there's something from another dimension reality. Like, and they know a lot of secrets to the, the secrets to the universe. So I think all of us can learn, could learn something from them.
2: Myself seriously, but it was more so don't take life so fucking seriously. Right. Yeah. Trust the process of life because I'm someone who, even though i like to think I have my life pretty together, I still worry about everything so much yep. all the time. I'm always stressed yeah. out. And the elf was telling me like, does everything have to be a fight, Blair? Is yeah. everything a war? Whoa. Are you worried about everything? Like,
0: I have that own little issue myself. I'm an incredibly serious person and I take everything seriously. So I probably would need to learn to chill out myself. So, yeah.
2: Kind of clowning me a little bit, literally, kind of <laughs> clownish. Like, really? Is everything that serious? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, and it was like that simple. I was like, okay, I'll chill. Yeah, yeah
3: it's, it's good that you can grasp that and have that experience and learn from it because a lot of people can't, and that's when they have bad trips. Yeah, you know, because they try to fight it and they mm-hmm. try to resist. No, I'm not fighting anything, and then and all yeah. of a sudden you're in this fucking yeah. d-
2: d- death spiral. That was my mistake with shrooms. Uh, yeah, I did uh, shrooms th- um about a year ago.
0: This part is interesting what Blair goes into, so you're gonna want to pay close attention to this part.
2: It was actually when I was evacuating L.A. because the riots went up with some friends in the mountains. Let's do shrooms. Um, and it was my first time doing it. And the person who was supplying said shrooms basically gave me a huge plate like this big, stacked it, covered it in shrooms, and said, eat all of them, which is very irresponsible
0: for How someone's first grams? time.
2: I don't know. I just oh know it was God. a plate covered Show in shrooms. Show me the size
0: of the plate. Give me an example. Um here's something interesting. Um, you brought up a point. You brought up something. I hear you on the Jesus Weed Trip, lol. So I'm re- I'm not religious. I, I believe in God and like and the Bible and stuff like that. So I don't here's a theory I heard. I talked, I told Osiris this like a couple days ago when I went on a show a couple days ago. I Me mean, him talked about this. Like, this is a theory I heard, and like um, I, I didn't know what his theory was, so much I just this is just what I said there's a theory out there about um, Moses in the burning bush as you guys know in the, like um, if you know the story about the Joseph, Moses in the burning bush like um, Mo, what, what happened was Moses there was a bush burning and Moses communicated through God whether he was looking at it or something close to it, it that that's kind of what it was and there's a theory out there that um, what it was the burning bush was the acacia tree. Which was um, rich with um, um, THC, which is the ingredient that gets someone high. So that's pretty much what it kind of is. And so that the theory, these people, the theory that they came up with was that it was the acacia tree and was set on fire and actually got Moses high and well, allowed him to talk to God through like this. So I don't know know if I necessarily believe that. I don't know if I do or do not. Like I would have to do more research into that because like. I haven't seen anything to suggest that that was it, but what, but with them trying to look, but with it, but I can, but the people who came up with that, that's an interesting point. So I, I can't just credit them like that all of a sudden like that because I have no proof or evidence. Like I haven't done my, I haven't done research on that really. I just heard about it. So could it be true, could it not be. I don't know. I believe in God and the Bible, but I don't know 100% if that part of there is is true. So yeah.
3: Example. Oh my god. So this is it like it was a, like a dinner plate. Like when you go to like Ruth's Chris and have a steak.
2: Yes. Yes. But it was shrooms. Yeah. yeah. And I have never done shrooms in my life. I had That's I had no because until you do a psychedelic, you have no concept of psychedelic. Right. Like weed isn't anything close to it. And I've never the no. planet. So I ate all of it.
0: We walked <laughs> down to the
2: water and then the whole world changed. Oh, shrooms and DMT is like to me, with shrooms, you're still on Earth. Even though Earth's heavily distorted. and That's because you have your
3: eyes open and you're walking around. That's true. DMT, you leave Earth. If you were in silent darkness, if you were alone by yourself in the dark and you were laying down on mushrooms and just closed your eyes, it'd be very similar.
2: Oh, okay. That that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, We were walking around and there's something about doing it like we were in this neighborhood in Big Bear with all these like cabins, and like I was started getting <laughs> so freaked out that everyone was just watching yeah. from their houses. And it was me and five. <laughs> Paranoid people. as hell. Um, And so no. we were we were all tripping, walking back to the cabin from the water, holding hands, oh, walking slowly. Wow. Like, and I was like, Are people looking? Are people they
3: looking? probably are. Look at these freaks
2: holding hands. No, yeah, a lot of people balls. probably and were. And we were all like social media people, or whatever. We were like, People are gonna film this. It's gonna be on YouTube tomorrow. Wow.
3: Yeah. It'd be fun.
2: Yeah, I would. I wouldn't
3: have been ashamed. It's. But. It's um not the best idea to do that publicly. A lot no. of people wind up doing that. They do it publicly and they trip balls and they walk around. But... Or
2: to eat a whole fucking plate. Yeah. yeah. I had one little shroom. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's a good way to start. Yeah. A good way to
0: start is like one and you get like a little feeling. And speaking of something small, like um, you get to like um, 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 edibles, air, marijuana products, edible marijuana products. Like um, a story I heard about, I believe Joe even talked about a, a similar story. Like a guy ate a whole brownie that was laced with marijuana, an, a marijuana edible, a brownie, and like literally said that he was high for days, and literally he had suicidal thoughts of when when he when he was still high, for literally like he was high for days and had suicidal thoughts. And this guy wasn't like literally like um like an old fat person out of weight out of shape. No, it was a guy who was in great shape, and he was high for days and had suicidal thoughts. Like. Yeah, that it gets it gets to, like when it comes to edibles, I suggest you work your way up slowly. Like, start with marijuana first, then when you get to like the edibles, like take a, a small bite of it. Don't eat the whole thing, just like a, a a pinch, and then slowly work your way up to it. So, yeah,
3: and maybe like like a do a gram, you know, nothing crazy yeah. before you want to get into like the three to five gram. Like, yikes!
2: You know, I like, think it's also very important to do it when you're maybe in a good place in life like i would never want to do it if i was in a bad place like when i did shrooms half of my trip was really really scary and really bad Mm -hmm. because i was in a bad mindset like la was on fire i was escaping i felt unsure about the world um Right before we uh, tripped, it was like a news report, like Trump going into a bunker as protesters <laughs> ascend upon the White House. And I was like, Yeah, let me escape this. I don't, I don't think it's good to use it like as escapism, Shrooms. Did or, Trump have to go to a bunker? Is that real? I think they, yeah. I think he denied it after that. But I remember in D.C. when there was the riots he- happening, and I think they moved Trump to a safe place. I'm sure he would deny it. He,
0: but I don't know for a fact if he but did, but I think DMT.
2: Um, I did it very recently, and I'm in, like, one of the best places of my life recently. Like, I'm in a new city that I'm actually really enjoying, even though it was a tough transition at first. Been through a couple of years. Yeah. Escaping LA. So I wasn't escaping anything. I was like, teach me what you have to teach me. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then the second time, I went even farther. Yeah.
3: It's, um, It's very bizarre that it's so there. It's so easy to get to. It's just 15 seconds away. It's one of the most insane experiences that a, a human being could possibly encounter. Yeah. It's if that was a, if there was a thing that you could do like a ride at Disneyland, it would be a mile long, mile yeah. long line to get into that fucking thing. Yeah. Right. Everybody would be like, Oh I yeah. Go on
2: that ride. Right. Cause it's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And just the fact Great. that, I don't know. So I had a <laughs> lot of, that's was funny, metalopoly. Trying metalopoly. psychedelics for a while because I did grow up in a household where everyone was addicted to drugs, and yeah. my brother was in prison for selling drugs and heroin, mm. all that kind of shit. Right?
0: Mm. Um, so I was
2: like, I'm, I'm never going to do drugs. But then, like
0: everyone will I do just drugs.
2: Psychedelics a bit different. It's not. It's not meth. It's not. No, any of that it's not. Shit. Nice. It's and close they,
3: they are very, very, very different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
2: whole different thing, and like. It's really hard to even articulate what the trip is with DMT specifically without ever yeah. doing it. So, like, people yeah. were telling me about the elves, and I was like, y'all are crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> to me, yeah. The
3: problem with the term drug is it's all its a blanket term that you could use for caffeine, you yeah, nicotine, use for, nicotine, use for alcohol. True, yeah, yeah. that's There's a tr- lot, of 100% true. Yeah, adrenaline's
2: a drug. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's possible. I can't imagine after now doing DMT twice, I can't imagine someone becoming like addicted to it.
0: This part right here, listen to what Joe says. This is oh. this is really, really interesting right here.
3: Oh, I wouldn't I mean, know about that. I know a guy who was a tattoo artist that was doing DMT every fucking day, really? multiple yeah. times a day. And then finally the entities had to sit him down and go, Hey motherfucker. Yeah, stop. 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 Like you're yeah. gonna lose your grip on this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They literally yeah. literally told him to stop doing it. He said,
0: Yeah, <laughs> See, it's
2: such an intense experience for me
0: imagine you do dmt so many times that the beans actually make sit make sit you down and make you and tell you to stop doing it so yeah and i've heard stories about i've heard a few other stories about like the entities or the beans they tell people hey you've done this so many times you need, you should settle down for a bit or you don't need to come back to doing this so yeah so
2: that i couldn't imagine. Wanting that every day, it's kind of like I did it and I'm good for a while.
0: This
3: guy's an intense guy, that's fucking he's, nuts. He's a wild dude. He's uh, an artist who does uh, biomech tattoos, yeah, you know, that biomech type of art. You know no, what I'm talking about? No biomech. See, if you Google like biomech art, my buddy has a, a sleeve done by this dude. His yeah. um, his art's incredible. That's, oh, okay,
2: that makes sense, yeah, but his yeah. is
3: more like that, like that, exactly like that. Yeah. So it's like. Almost like alien. That's cool. Yeah. You know, like that kind of shit. That's, that's yeah. a, certain, a certain style of tattooing called biomech. And this dude was fucking, he's, well, he is still elite at it. Yeah.
2: That's a cool thing to specialize in, that type of tattoo.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. a little different.
3: That's not quite, that's more like it. That's more like it. Wow. That kind of, it's all this weird sort of alien looking fucking trippy I shit. I would
2: imagine you have,
0: I watch Joe every day. Well, Almost every day, I watch I watch this podcast all the time. Really, yeah, I think I've seen that episode before. Where there, I, that it's incredibly scary stuff. At the end of the day, when you look at it, really, really scary. So, <laughs> yeah, let's get finish this video right here. So, yeah,
2: have to be an intense guy to even know how to do that. So,
0: yeah, well, it's also to
3: specialize in that one particular style of art. It's like his v-
2: vision of life was like all mm-hmm. fucked
3: up and distorted and twisted. Yeah. Nah.
2: One of the people I did DMT with wasn't told to like not do DMT anymore by the owls, but yeah. was told like, you know, you don't have to come back anymore. Almost in a gentle yeah. way. Like we get yeah. out of our trips and the friend was like, they told me I don't have to come back anymore. I'm like, how many yeah. times have you done it? He's like nine. I'm like, wow. Maybe take a break then. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I've done it nine. I've done it more than nine. Yeah. 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 I think I haven't done it in a couple of years though. So yeah. maybe I could get back in there and- have a conversation. Yeah, it should. Like I said, the last time that I did it was probably the most intense and the most weird. Cause when they were giving me the finger, but it was like, I was, I've never like.
0: he probably should have done it right when he got to text, when we moved to Texas. Cause I think that would have been a really, really interesting conversation with them. So yeah, Joe probably could have learned a whole lot by doing that.
3: But it's just, I think sometimes what we, what people do and what I've certainly done is you protect yourself from criticism or you protect yourself from your own analysis of your your correct and incorrect thoughts and actions mm-hmm. by bullshitting yourself. And one of the, the ways that you realize if you're bullshitting yourself is like, how do you react to satire? How do you react to being mocked? How yeah. do you react to people not taking you seriously? Do you go, ah? Mm-hmm. As their prerogative. Good luck. Yeah. Or do you go fuck them? I'm gonna fucking make a response video. <laughs>
1: the
3: the aliens or the whatever they were, the jesters, and they all had the little bells.
0: There's no aliens. There there are no aliens. Like alien stuff, like I've told Osiris, aliens are counterintelligence. It's the aliens is the idea that you aren't special because there's something out there that is exactly like you, does the exact same stuff as you. And you're not special, so yeah. Uh, the little hats, with yeah, the
2: bells. it's so crazy. They look like little courtyard. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts.
3: They, they, but they were going like this, fuck you, <laughs> and they were that's like hilarious. openly mocking me. And my initial response was, hey, yeah, and then I realized like, oh no, uh, like, ah, ah, that's it, you got yeah. it. I was like, they're kind of right,
2: sarcastic. You.
3: Oh yeah, well they know you bullshit. They yeah. know yeah. all of your nonsense. They know all of your thoughts. They know, I mean, whatever the fuck they are, whether they're a part of your consciousness or whether these are intelligent entities in another dimension that you're interacting
0: with. What do you guys think the elves or court jesters are? I actually would really I'm really curious to know what you guys think they are, because to me, what I think they are is like I truly, truly believe that they are interdimensional beings from another another dimension. That's what that's just my opinion. I actually would like to hear what you guys think of it.
2: See, that is what I've been questioning since doing this. So I was told by a friend who's done DMT a lot that after you do DMT, pay attention to the real world. And if you believe that the elves are real beings that are independent of something created in your own brain due to the DMT, they'll, like, send you a sign, right? And I was like, again, crackhead shit. No, No, I'm not going to be any elves in real life, right? No. So – one of the things in my first trip that they kept telling me was, "This is not the end." This is not the end. They kept telling me that because I think I was asking them, "Like, is this what yeah. happens when you die? Like, what is this?" Yeah, they said the phrase, "This is not the end," multiple times. Directly after the trip, we go to a restaurant,
0: and that' why I, that's why I believe that um, it's another they're from another dimension. It's not the end of when you die. Like, you could, I mean, it could be something similar to that when you die, but it's not the exact end when you die. Like, they're. I think that proves that they're interdimensional beings. Well, that's just me.
2: And I wasn't liking the inner, like there's like a glow after DMT that you kind of want to maintain. And I didn't like the energy in the first restaurant. So I was like, let's leave. Went to another restaurant. What was wrong with the energy? The people were just weird. I don't know. It's like you create like a bubble when you do it with like friends and you're like, yeah. I don't like what they might do to our bubble. So then we go to another restaurant and there's a huge sign that just says, this is not the end on the thing. And I'm like, oh, what? What? Uh... And then I looked at my friend who told me to look for signs, and he's like, "Told you." Yep. So I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying that I think that they really are beings. I'm going back. They to are real. That.
0: I think they truly are. Like, uh, like even Mike Tyson. You guys, Mike Tyson. He came back to boxing last a couple, last, a year or two ago, and like, um, he went on Joe's podcast like about a month or so ago, and he said the reason he came back to boxing was because like, um, he started boxing again. Because, like, he did some psychedelics and the DMT toad. He, he saw the DMT toad, and he said that the DMT toad told him to start boxing again. And so that's why he got back into boxing. So, yeah. So, it's, it's pretty interesting stuff right here. Oh, this is, yeah. I don't believe in aliens or multi-dimensional beings at all. I think it's just demons trying to fool people. The greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing people that he doesn't exist. Well, well, like I think, like demons and like hell and heaven are technically other dimensions, really. In a, in a lot of ways, like I believe that there are other realities and other dimensions out there. Like um, like like I t- like I believe there's heaven and hell, and there's like another spirit dimension below it, and then all around those, there are other dimension, infinite um, realities and dimensions all around it. And so, like yeah, I like um, could these things be evil? It's it's quite possible. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's pretty interesting stuff. At the end of the day, I, I actually would like to know a whole lot more. Like, um, like, like here's the, like I said beforehand. Like, um, like there are no aliens out there, obviously. Like I even told Osiris this. Like, um, aliens are counterintelligence because like, Aleister Crowley, who was a guy who was a who was a Luciferian, who was in his and was part of the Committee of Three Hundred, which um, you can you should look the Committee of Three Hundred up, but. He wrote a book in 1917, which was like almost 30 years before the Betty and Barney Hill story wrote. And in the book, he he mentioned that he conjured up a demon, and he actually had a drawing of the demon be be um drawn out. And if you look at that photo image really closely, you would that looks almost exactly like a gray alien, like what you think of a gray alien. Let me bring that photo up before I end the stream right here. Uh, Al is. Mr. Crawley Mr. Uh, Crawley um, a demon Drunk. let me see if this is the right one right here right here uh, uh, well I, you guys can see it right here this is that drawing of the demon that he said he conjured up in the book he wrote look at that Oh, this one's better. That looks. Ex- look at this next to this typical great alien that we know what we all think of as aliens. It looks almost exactly like it. And so, and this was like thirty or so years before the Betty and Barney Hill story wrote. So I think that these great aliens, great alien light things, what they're, what they're, what people, what we think of as aliens, I think they are demons to me. That's what I believe. That there's infinite numbers of demons, like the, and like um, I don't know if these are the typical demons like we think of, like. Where it has horns and stuff like that maybe these are just a different type of demons that um that's that worship Satan so maybe that's what it is I don't know for a fact but it could be it that's just the theory I have I mean I think there are, are multiple types of demons that that out there there are multi inf- a, a bunch of them so I think this is just a different brand of demons like that like it's really interesting stuff right at the end of the day so yeah right there okay Uh there's a graphic novel called Um Creature Tech on the Alien Planet. There was an alien nailed to an X, which then asked about it. The alien said truth is truth. Very interesting take. Hmm. That is interesting. I might, I might have to look that up. I might have to. So yeah. All right, guys. Like it's three, it's um 3 a.m. where I'm at. I don't know what time it is where you guys are, but and I've been doing, and I started working with, I started doing a show with those Osiris show at around eleven thirty or something like that, and it lasted for two hours. Then came, immediately came to my show, so I'm gonna wrap this up because I got I got to do some editing. Then I got to get to bed. So, so yeah, thank you guys for coming over, and thank us, thank you Osiris um, for for sending subscribers over to uh, subscribe to my channel, and I thank you guys for subscribing to my channel too. Like this has been really really interesting stuff, a great conversation. This has been like a mini crossover continuation from Osiris's show, so yeah. Thanks for coming here, guys. All right, everyone. Make, please like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications and share this this channel so we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because my channel is shadow banned, and I need to break the YouTube algorithm so my channel can grow. Because I I cannot stand this being shadow banned also f- subscribe and follow me on Rumble like that um, that my my this video on Rumble as well also follow me on all the other social media platforms as well because like I am on all pretty much all of them all right thank you guys for tuning in this has been the rate right infinity show episode number 57 I'm your host Ray catch you guys later.